Hello everyone, you're now listening to After Scrum with Ada and Ami. Here we talk about what is new, what's interesting, and what you would have considered difficult to expect. Lego! Hello guys! Hello guys! How you doing? Welcome back. Happy New Week and... I can't wait to see Happy New Month. Wait. It's just wait. next week, you know. <laughs> I was going to say I can't wait, then I realized that, okay, wait, I can't wait. Yeah, and this is salary week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to our podcast again. Yeah. Yeah, so, how have you been, Ada? I've been good, I've been swell. How have you been? How was your week? Which ones have been good? This is what you want to let somebody try. How are you? Someone I've not talked to, I'm like, okay. one month. Fine. I'm good. And you? And you? And... <laughs> You because you know, we don't have time to wait. What have I been up to? How has this week been? Ah, this week. I'm just glad it's over, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but wait, that, that was last week, right? Because it's today's Sunday. Yeah. Anyway, uh that been an interesting turn, exciting turn. Nope. Nope. I just had like a lot of work to do this last week. Hi. So yeah, that's why I said it's boring. I didn't even, I haven't even done anything like this weekend. We can do like literally today is five. It's already five p.m. Right? Yeah. Um, tech life is boring. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> this is the real life of a tech. Yesterday, this was Saturday. Yeah. I didn't leave the house on Saturday. I didn't leave the house most of the till today. Yeah. Thank God. Actually, I came from. to the office on Monday. You see, I left the house. <laughs> Anyways, ah, oh, yeah. my week. stressful, stressful, stressful. Like, I've been, I can't wait for this month to be over. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something I'm bought? hoping to, I'm hoping that this product will finally do what Go it's like. supposed to do <laughs> by the end of this month, which is the deadline. So you know how it is like when you're in injury week. Yeah, the, exactly. Hopefully the last injury week. <laughs> so it's been intense. Yeah. People have been getting like feedbacks and stuff like that. See, stuff. I think um, maybe in another episode we'll look into like the other moving parts that make up like a project. Yeah. Because I don't understand why sometimes mm. you're supposed to get some feedback earlier mm. on in the project. And mm. it's where the thing wants to go live. Mm. That's when it That's when to start coming out. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. So maybe we'll We'll look into it. We'll, I think we need to have explore other people's it. opinion. Yeah, exactly. So it won't be like and once, explore like, it. So that we'll know whether it's a startup thing yeah. or if it's a tech thing in general. Yeah. You know. so, but anyways, that's how my week has been. Well, I well this next week is like after next week, then hopefully when you go yeah. there, you can take it with her. I mean, does the work ever stop? That is the problem. Because Even you when take it yourself, you take your vacation. Like, you be thinking to yourself that you know what? After the, once once this project goes live, I can like finally it's a lie. Is your pipeline a joke? Is <laughs> <laughs> pipeline a joke to you? Unfortunately, because uh. then after that point, you now start seeing okay, okay, now this is happening or this yeah. is happening, and then after happening. And then you have to there for like um, what they call that thing, damage control, yeah. just in case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's that's it. That's it. What all interesting things happened this past week? Um, mm. Apart from the whole uh, gist with this guy, I'm not sure it's even like necessarily a gist. 
What, what happened with those guys? Well, more people are like, you know, you know, now you actually like have to get invited to get on the platform. You know, so some Well, you can't there. register again. No, you, I, I don't think you can register at all yet. I think people are probably on the waiting list. Ha. But they are still like on the better yeah, version, which makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> which makes sense. So you okay. actually have to like get invited to get on the platform. And I think that what is actually interesting for me is the fact that, like, you know, they're trying to say, okay, this, the, the, the thing that they're trying to fix with Blue Sky, right? Because, like, they are, like now, they decide, okay, uh, this person usually used to, you know, kind of, like, get associated more with this type of things. So let's just show them content like this. I'm not mm. bothered showing them this type of content. Right? So, like, that's Pinterest. What does. No, no, that's, no, according to them. But it's the same thing that Twitter does, does now. Exactly. So they're trying to now, like, what is the competitive? So, okay, what do they want to do? They want to allow the users. That's actually what I'm saying. It's interesting. I'm trying to see how they solve that, right? They want to give the users the ability by yourself. You decide that you don't want to see this type of tweet or something like that. But Twitter has now it like, now. When you see some tweets that you don't like, you can report it and say, I don't want to see tweets. Tweets like this. Tweets like this or tweets from this person or well, something. I, so, well, I don't know. I am not. That's exactly why I said it's interesting. Because I'm trying to see what... Novel. That sounds like revolutionary, good, like fancy English for nothing, <laughs> really. Well, I just don't see how they actually like, go about it. And then also they said that you know the whole conversation that Elon Musk has been having about like you know the blue tick and who should have the blue tick and that's very controversial topic, right? It's not going to be something that they're going to have on blue sky, which makes sense. But um, well, huh. Please, I, I, I think at this point, people are not even really so bothered about blue tick anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't yes. think it's I think everybody has moved on. Yeah, we that's what we've That's what we've life, actually. Sometimes that will trend now and it will be like on, ah. on everybody's lips. Just if give it a few time. weeks. Yeah. Months. Yeah. If it's ah. Nigerian news, just hey. less than a week. Something else has really happened. Everybody forgets you and everyone yeah. just move on with their lives. Yeah. Because, because why? Because, because why not? <laughs> <laughs> you know? because I, I want this stuff where, like, this is like off topic anyway, but someone was like, eh, saying that he used to feed up, well, he was, it was like kind of like how a skit, right? So okay. like, he used to feed up people's energy, right? By going to their, let's uh, say, their tweets or whatever, to type inciting comments and then those people get angry and then you just be happy and you and i was just like, people are like that yes! in real life like it has to be because there's sometimes actually i told you i don't especially on twitter they're very sad people then no 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 if on instagram as well there's sometimes i just open a comment section and i'm like why did i come here because yeah. there are some things like it's very well, i don't know I, I feel like the comment section is where the life is at like when you say <laughs> to it like me when i see something <laughs> ig twitter the first place I'm going to is the comment because the party is there. They've already insulted one person. They've insulted the person's father. They've insulted the person's mother. The person's father and mother, they don't know anything about what's happening. Mm. But somehow, they're No, I think that insult, insult thing is a Nigerian thing because huh. we throw huh. insults you know, anyhow. You know, eh, let's even talk about like this, uh, that, uh, this girl. Hilda. That, uh, yeah. One, what's now concerned Nigerians with going to the person that I was holding the title before? Insulting the person. I said the Nigerian thing. Yeah. I think that's me. I don't know. said that yeah, they were going to attempt to break Hilda's record. They stay insulting them. I'm like, see, yeah. So I, I saw a tweet and the person said that 
um, he doesn't really know why Nigerians are like this. Mm. But it feels like why Nigerians are like this is because we go through too much hardship. Mm. And then we just feel like we need to be better than other people. And we just feel like we need to exert ourselves, even in spaces that are not, not necessary for them to kind of like... You know, just, just, just as a result of our, our so upbringing. Yeah, that, you know, so maybe they're nature. using the, the tweets too give off stress because you know, therapy yeah. is expensive in nigeria so <laughs> and we all need therapy exactly we need therapy yeah, so on board actually this makes sense we all need therapy therapy is expensive so everybody's self-diagnosed and, and trying to find you know and then abroad we, some people like i've seen like places where you can just go and break things when you're angry mm. what do you want to break in nigeria <laughs> You can't even break this. Why do you think of how much to buy it again? Inflation is... <laughs> inflation. Place that you bought like 200 naira. Why you don't break it? You have to buy 500 naira. One time like that, when I got upset and then I broke my phone. I, you know, when, it, when, I, when I got like when I got myself, I, I, my mom was like, hey. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. I just, I just told myself, like, what was I even thinking? Like, after, I don't think I'll ever repeat that experience. Because... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy that nobody held you <laughs> so that you can experience it for yourself. And you know ah, that, yeah, uh, exactly. Like, no, I beg. Sometimes it's just too much. Yeah, I think it's, it's cheap therapy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so today yeah. we want to talk about, you know, techie stuff. Yeah. Because we are still tech ladies, <laughs> in case you forget. Yeah, right. Yeah, I want to talk about um, technical depth. Yeah. And Very important. Because. I think um, I and Ada, we just noticed that um, in our respective projects, we've actually seen the fact that technical depth is catching up with us. Yeah. And <laughs> we have just decided to come and share. Exactly. And find out if there are actually like ways that, you know, well, not completely avoid because I don't think it's no, possible. No, I don't think it's possible. But to a large extent, manage, mm. right, the amount of technical debt yeah. that you, have, you get on your project. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, you know, okay, when, when you notice that, okay, this project is becoming, when you actually, like, when is it, like, when, when does time? it become a technical, when, when you start thinking to yourself, okay, this looks as if this project is accumulating debt and this is what we need to do about it. Yeah. yeah. Right? But I feel like some people usually wait until it's too late. Okay. Before they will now actually start saying, okay. True, true. It looks like, be like, see. That, that's, remember like, um, there was a time, um, I think it happened like a month ago. Yeah. Devs are, um, sorry, designers are always fighting on Twitter. on Twitter. They're always saying, this one stole my design, this one stole my design. Then this guy, <laughs> half the time, he was like, <laughs> developers, if you say that someone copied your code, they'd be like, I can't remember writing this code. <laughs> developer that wrote the code, yes. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah, because it, there are 100 million ways for you to actually like achieve the same thing. Yeah. Um, and developers kind of feel like proud if they write a solution that someone, someone else can else use. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you, know, you know how excited I used to be when someone asked me to, for something and that maybe I've actually like done something like that before. I'm like, yes, I've done something like this before. Yeah. And I'm going to show you. And you give the code safe. Exactly. You copy it. I'll show you where you it. Take it. So, like, um, that, that can show you that it's very easy for developers to have, like, technical depth. If you can even remember what you wrote, like, you see a code that you wrote, like, a week ago, and you're like, who, is, who wrote this thing? Yeah. That, that shows you that, um, yeah. you know, I think that, we accumulate it fast. Yeah, I think that technical depth in projects usually used to even start off at the 
early stages where yeah. like because usually someone says okay so I wait have an wait idea. sorry yeah. before we go on let's what what is technical depth because we've said In it like so many times <laughs> okay technical depth yeah. is like when you notice i'm just using name and terms right when you notice that okay um, you can see this project is not going to you're not going to be able to maintain this project yeah. uh, a few more years down the line mm -hmm. because either the project is going to be breaking or you know just crazy things someone else can't work can't just jump in on the project yeah. and start working on the project without having another person holding their hands yeah. along the road right like if you don't have like a senior engineer that actually started the project saying okay this year this why this code is here and this is where this is then this that the is. only thing for them to do is to start the project yeah finish, yeah right where, where you need to like you notice that you need to refactor your coach yes <laughs> basically exactly <laughs> yeah so, so yeah. How, have you worked on a project that was um like the technical depth was like too bad that you felt like starting the project again this is like like an existing project too mm -hmm. exactly. that you've jumped in yeah okay okay before that it wasn't like just you didn't start, start it, it. Yeah. Wait, so these guys are working with i won't say it i think that they actually noticed there some time okay and then they are like okay you know what this project has gotten to the point where it's very difficult to maintain mm -hmm. if someone else comes in it's not as easy to figure out what's actually like going on and stuff like that so me joining them was actually like them saying okay um we're actually like going in um, one of of two directions there are okay. lots of things that are breaking and while it works there are sometimes when like you know things don't work out as expected okay. so we want to know okay what are we going to be able to do about it right so that was actually my like my first um that was like my first time finding that in an existing project but Apart from that, is this the first project that I actually started working? One of the first projects that I worked on, right? Mm -hmm. I just noticed like I had a very difficult conversation with um, a CTO, like was it on Friday? Where we were talking about like you know the fact that I I have decided that it's one of two terms, right? Because I've been working on projects for a very long time. It's easy for me to maintain because I'm yeah, working on the project. Yeah. I know where everything is. Yeah. But if someone else joins me on that project. Person going to find that project very difficult to navigate. Okay. Right. And so, and apart from that, I noticed that you know sometimes, out of nowhere, nobody has done anything on this stuff, but like a package is going to like break. You push up code, and developers are like, "Why did you install this or something?" And then it can't even run on like the current node. You have to downgrade the node for the project to run on mm, code. All those kind of issues. Yeah, exactly. So. And for a very long time now, I've just been like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to try to upgrade. And sometimes, some weekends, actually, this which is very annoying. I spent some weekends, I'm like, you know, this weekend, I'm going to try and upgrade this. And then I spent that weekend trying to upgrade the project. And then by the end of the, the weekend, I find that I couldn't do this stuff, right? And then I'm like, you know what? Okay, let's leave it till next time. At least it's working for now. Yeah. So I had to make the very difficult decision, right? Should I, do I continue like this? Because what it meant was that, like, Sometimes when we want to update the code, something out of nowhere that I didn't even touch in the updates is going to break. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, if someone else wants to join, which is something I'm taking, taking very seriously because, like, you know, the project is growing. You need to code. enforce exactly. them using exactly. your best practice. Exactly. I think that, that's one of the things I've learned so far, like, yeah. in this project I'm working on. I made mm. a huge mistake. Mm. So, like, I started off the project mm -hmm. and created a structure, but mm -hmm. I did not enforce. Exactly. So 
Because okay, I think this is good reviews is important. Yeah, so I think this is, is very common in um, startups, especially yeah. when you are at the point where you are, you are um, you know, they used to say it's either you are optimizing for speed or you are optimizing for efficiency. Mm. It's very hard to optimize for both okay. at the same time. Mm. So I think I think bigger companies like is what I want to assume. Mm. I think most bigger companies they optimize for efficiency because they are very big. They have like a huge amount of staff, so mm. they are going to make sure that everything is done well yeah. and everything. But when you are at a point where you are optimizing for speed, mm. you just be like, just do, just do, just. Yes. She is working. She is working. Demo it. Yes, it's that... working. Push it. <laughs> yeah. We'll come back we'll to come it later. Oh. We'll not come back to it. <laughs> What betrayed you that the person I leave? Yes. <laughs> See, you know how actually this you mentioned is very, very important because I think that sometimes eh, we underestimate how often we say, you know what, let's just pass the code now. Let's mm. just fix this breaking change now. Yeah. We'll come back to it and fix it later. Yeah. Usually we never come back to it. Yeah. You find that because you know, it's backlog a joke. Exactly. You always have backlog. That thing gets merged and people are using it and it's fine. You're going to go you don't even to want to touch it turns. because it's working. Exactly. Are you saying you're even afraid <laughs> that it's not break something else? It's true exactly. Now. So I think that's it. Actually, you know, let's even talk about like you know, you mentioned something earlier about how you didn't enforce like you know, um, you didn't enforce. You actually like, created like the, a structure, the structure yeah. that should be followed, and you didn't enforce it, right? Mm. How easy do you think review? Like how easy do you find? Reviews. I think it's difficult. So I, that's the thing. So it mm -hmm. still depends on even the way you review your code. Most mm -hmm. times, it will depend on what you're optimizing for. Mm -hmm. Like for me, mm -hmm. you know, I was reviewing it, but I was optimizing for speed. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I don't really like the way you did this, mm -hmm. but it's working because mm -hmm. we're doing we're working at a point where we have um, tax for the week, mm -hmm. and we need to push them up they need to be up by the end of the week mm. so another thing that why it's harder to be a senior is because you have to be making sure that people under you are doing the right thing mm. and you still have your work to do and you still have meetings yeah, exactly. <laughs> so while you're optimizing for speed sometimes you just want to be like okay it's working mm. it's it's not the way i would have written it but it's working maybe yeah. we can go through that later so i think that was like for me oh, mm. that was it but then Coming back to it, and you know the thing about this code, coding mm. of it. Coding mm. can be very funny <laughs> because something that looks like it's working, I come back in one week. <laughs> it will now show you the real color. Mm -hmm. And it is that you can even push it up to stage, you know, to live, and it will be looking like it was working fine. Mm. But when it's now, I don't know, mm. after a while to show its true color. And then you, it will now take you back to not writing code properly yeah exactly it will take you back to not writing because if you had written the code properly and if you had reviewed it and mm. you have said that and you had other people's eye on, on that yes and, and if you are reviewing the code and you say like okay it's working but um it may not work in, in this case in this case cases. because yeah you didn't write it well mm. and you enforce it it's, it may take back your time yeah like timeline of the project yes, but, but then you important. would have done it well exactly and then you won't have to come back to it so, so that's that's just the whole cycle that, right yeah i feel that you know sometimes optimizing for uh, speed is efficiency 
it's kind of like dangerous because yeah. yes, you get something out there, but over time that stuff becomes something that's not easily maintained, right? I hope in this team that if if I let's say I write code and I don't even add comments, at first it was annoying because I was like it's it's working right or like uh, the, if the documentation i put there is not sufficient if i don't put tests and stuff like that it's so, always get approved and because the tests even run automatically right before i even, i can even send my PR out someone to even review in the first place it has to have passed the test okay right? and then sometimes i don't want to cheat because i'm tired and write tests that is easy for it to pass <laughs> yeah but then even those tests that are easy for it to pass if i write those type of tests they're going to be like okay but you didn't test for this one any test for this one any test for this one and then i have to go back with yeah it to my so over time right i learned to okay so in my head i'm like okay you know what instead of having to go back and then come, come back, back and do the same thing why don't you just think about all the things that you can possibly break this code yeah and make sure that you're applying all of them mm -hmm. and then so I try to bring that over to like you know projects that I'm actually the person that is now like maintaining those projects. I'm not thinking to myself, okay, like how am I going to? I know that yes, so speed is important, and yes, this client is on our neck, blah 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 blah. Mm. You have to do this thing now. If yeah. you don't do it now, blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> I'm like, calm down. All these things are true. I know, but it's better. I have this project actually that has been online for a year, and I'm okay. not once have anybody called me and said, um this project has this issue or this project has that issue something like that like it's it's just been live and people have been using it and i can see the amount of people that are using it every day. so it's not, yeah. it's not as if people are not using it and maybe that's why people have been using it and the project has not gone down or anything like that and i knew that before i actually started working on that project i outlined okay what i want this project to achieve in the end yeah. so planning was important in as much as i know the me of now can see like lapses in my judgment as of that time. I yeah. That but I think that, you know, for when you compare it to this other project I'm talking to, I was talking to you about, that one was well structured. Okay. Right? And, you know, and of course, like you remember what we were saying about like the, the issue with technical debt being that it's not as if you can completely erase it because oh, yeah. over time you have like packages get, up, get upgraded, some things get deprecated, and you have to update constantly. Yeah. Right, I feel that like that's up because now you're adding to your job. So it's not just that you write code and write tests and review other post code that are working on the project with you. All right, and make sure that your code meets all the standards. You also have to make sure that if you're using something in the project, that that thing is being maintained. Mm -hmm. And not just that it's being maintained, that if it's upgraded, you make sure that you update, do the update immediately. immediately. Yeah. Make sure that your documentation is up, up to par because otherwise, over time, you say, okay, you know what, it's not just this one thing. After a while, we'll come back to it. Yeah. You'll come back to it. And by the time you know what's happening, mm. we have to write this project. There's something else. <laughs> that, that, there, there was a project that I was added on um, last year. Mm -hmm. That project, eh? Mm. Good. <laughs> you know that. My relationship with the person that added me to that project, mm -hmm. I would have run away mm -hmm. the first time I saw the code. <laughs> because, like, I felt like the basic code structure mm -hmm. was not even, like, there. Yeah. Like, when I came... So, when, when I'm writing, like, a JavaScript project, mm -hmm. I, I 
prefer like something to be structured you have your gsx you have your actions in a different folder mm -hmm. all those things import it so these people they were writing everything together mm. and everything was just looking so... and the pages the components were very long yeah. and everything was just jackpot jackpot like just imagine how to be how you now start thinking to read that kind of code you see, I tell people, separation of concerns is important for a reason. So, it's not a, it's not a, it's right. a and, and the thing right. is that when they added me on the project, yeah. right, mm. they fired Someone all there. the other people that were working on that project. Uh, Only yeah. one person oh, no. from so like we were like an entirely new team yeah right and yeah. only one person from and the person was even a back-end person mm. so it can't really help you much when mm. you're trying to like so of course you take out some time mm. maybe like a few days or a week to understand the project but mm. there's no understanding like That's when you're actually writing the code yeah. or when you're looking for where to update mm. and all those things so it was crazy mm. and i just knew that i i just started feeling like you know what mm. if possible these people should just <laughs> That's it again. <laughs> that from the beginning. Like, so that's what technical depth can do. Yeah. Like, so, so who do you think should be responsible for technical depth in a project? I think that everybody that is concerned a project. How do you feel writing something that you know that you're not the one that causes technical depth and deny it? But the truth is that uh, the truth is that I used to think about it in terms of that you know there I know that somewhere some, somehow somewhere there's someone else writing <laughs> code uh, due to the debt that accumulated on that project, okay. right? And also uh, it's as if sometimes well sometimes uh, writing bad code is the reason for technical debt. Right? Yeah. But there's sometimes where people actually like, make good decisions. They plan out the code well and then they start. And sometimes during the when the, the cost of the process, project, yeah. yeah, exactly. Things like start getting heated because forget that I'm saying, yeah, you know, let's just take time to sometimes, right? The business people are not like the people that are talking to the clients are not really interested in uh, why why you don't bring the thing out. Yeah. All they know is that the project is they not want out. it out now. Exactly, the client needs the stuff. Yeah. And well, if you don't bring out the stuff for the client, then what you're building is used because then they can't sell it and then they can't make money and they can't pay you. That's what they're actually like, interested in. Yeah. So, like, when, when I think about things like that, I, I, I know that it's easy for me to sit down here now and say, you know what, always, uh, like, let efficiency be what you're going for mm -hmm. instead of speed. I know that it's, it's easy for it's me easy to, to say. say. Yeah. yeah, but... Uh, in the end, right, I know that like it's easier said than done, mm -hmm. but I feel like sometimes if like what needs to align is the the developers need to align with the business people, they need to be honest about like the timeline. Mm -hmm. There's no point <laughs> in someone coming to tell the business people that this project is going to be ready in two days when you know, they, when, when you don't know. Yeah, exactly. Well, sometimes you don't even know the problem. School. You know, exactly. It's better for you that you overestimate how long it's going yeah, to take. Yeah, I agree. I than agree. that you underestimate. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's better that you tell someone, okay, you know what, I think this thing is going to take like a week mm -hmm. to complete. Instead of telling the person, I think it's going to take like two days. And, and then, then, in two days, you may even have other, other things because, to do. Yes, you go start it because the, project, the stuff breaks. Exactly. It doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. And I know that, you know, sometimes, you know, to our best intentions, of course, we're just trying to, like, you know, you want to be 10x. 
You are trying to say, <laughs> promise, like, you are trying to say, okay, I, I deliver. I know I can deliver this ten in two mm. days. And maybe, Ceteris Parables, all things being equal, right, you would have delivered it in two days. But all things can never be equal. <laughs> Never. Or maybe you will now be doing it. You now come across one book, you now have migraine, and that's it. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, exactly. there, there are some migraines that can just shut you down. Exactly. That's, that's it. You know, so that it's time to, you know, sometimes they say that your body does be the one that tells you that it's yeah. time to rest. Mm -hmm. So, okay, but what you, apart from like, you know, this is I've mentioned, right, about like, you know, ways that people can actually like, avoid technical debt, right? What do you think that they could do to? We still talked about the fact that you know, it's not possible to completely avoid yeah. it. So they can't avoid it completely. So what are we telling them now? Then? So I feel like one of the most important ways, like one of the best ways mm -hmm. to avoid technical debt is separation of concerns and take it to heart. Like when you're starting out, most of the time, the ways to avoid these things is in the start of a project. So when when you do like separation of concerns for all your components as much as possible as can be a component mm -hmm. a separate component just make it a separate component you see that when you want to update it it's very easy because instead of looking for all the places within the project that you used a similar component you just know it's one place they are going to update Gee, if you are going to update a structure you know that, okay, this is the structure, this is the hierarchy, these are the folders. Mm. You just know that because everything is together. Yeah. Everything is like a component of a component of a component. Mm. You just know that it's very easy to just arrange everything at once. Mm. So I feel like that's like the most important, mm. the most important place to start. In the first place. Yes, because I feel like once you have that covered, mm then every other thing is going to be like secondary. And, and at some point, sometimes, like, in this my project I was going through, mm. like, sometimes you may not even know how, like, how to build something, right? Mm, you may yeah. just be building it, mm. and then you now, uh, reason that you've used this thing, like, several times, you could have made it a company, but now you're, like, you're, like, already too yeah. late. Yeah. And you didn't realize it on mm. time. I think that's where planning comes in. Because even though, yeah, at the point, at first you didn't know how to build it. If you had actually, like, before fighting the code, gone down to say, okay, I don't know how to build this thing, but let me see how other people have done it. Yeah. And then, okay, this is how this person did it, this is how this person did it. Okay, is there a way for me to make this stuff that this would be better? So how, how do you get to, like, know what other people have done? Because it's so, not like you can go and see a similar project and go and see their whole okay, code. Okay, that's the thing, right? If you're talking about, like, a whole project, then that's fine. I was thinking that if you're, like, let's say you wanted to add, like, a feature that on this view, you want it to be, like, this on grid view, you want it to be, like, you know, you want it to have, like, a different look, yeah. right, on grid view. And um, you've not done something like that before. Something like that is something I feel like, you can find where maybe someone else has done something yeah. similar. And then you can look at like different people's implementation of the same thing. Yeah. And then you can say, okay, this person's implementation looks a little bit cleaner. But then I like the way this person did this thing. Mm -hmm. So what if I put these two things together? How can I like put it in my project? You plan it out first before you actually even start. Yeah. And there's also something you mentioned earlier about like the you know, joke told about the guy saying that, you know, in, like people that could see the code and they're like, well, I, I didn't even remember. I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah. Documentation is not just about the next person. It's just about you. It's a way to remind yourself when you are saying two days ago, you added this code, <laughs> and this is why you added this code. Yeah. Right? 
And sometimes I, I see stuff that I wrote, like, you know, as, um, like, um, for documentation in my code. And I'm like, oh, okay, this makes sense, right? But then sometimes I also write, like, one thing is exactly for documentation, I want to write shitty documentation. Sometimes you see something you wrote before, and you're like, why did I write this? When did I, <laughs> like, when did I write this? Exactly, yeah, it doesn't true. make sense, right? So things like that, I think that, you know, there are also, like, ways as well that, you know, you can actually, like, try to avoid technical, technical debt, debt, debt as, yeah. much as, uh, as much as possible. Yeah, also, yeah. I also think that, like, you know, in terms of maintaining the code, um, always, like, I think I mentioned this before, actually, like, always checking the upgrades and the updates that made to the packages that you are using okay. and stuff like that. It's very, very important. And I, I, that update, it will take, it will be, like, a few years later that you don't realize that, oh, shit, this project is actually in one point something something and I'm still using zero point something something yeah, and then yeah. it's now difficult for me to upgrade. There, right? there was something that you said, I, and I think it's common in the tech, um, industry where mm -hmm. because we have so many new technologies every day mm -hmm. someone everybody just wants to be like i'm using this new thing i'm mm -hmm. using this mm -hmm. so i feel like simplification is the best thing if you don't need to use a package yeah don't use it see there are sometimes there are some things mm -hmm. i would just rather say you know what let me take my time and figure out how to write this thing yeah. as it, and then i'll create it as a component instead mm -hmm. of installing a package because mm -hmm. packages can come with problems i try as much as possible to use as little packages as, as possible, possible. Mm -hmm. i yeah, feel it's, it's one thing and we, we always like to over engineer to yeah. show that how oh, we are using the latest exactly. thing or we you know, the problem with um, like you know with the problem with that is also like the time sense, right there's sometimes when you want to build something out and you want to build it really fast yes exactly so it's easier right you just use a package something sure, in that type sure. of instance but if it's something like you know let's say someone builds like something like uh, a package that this literally tells you if something is true or false something that you can easily do right and then you're not going to install the package with so uh issues right into your own project and then be using it yeah it doesn't make or abuse number. so There's maybe they will not now update it or the package will not be duplicated or something it's not because of issues. Uh, yeah, I, I think packages should be used only when it's necessary. Yeah, but the, uh, actually, it's very funny because there are also times when the package it was necessary, all right, for you to use it. And is that package that is necessary that is behaving like it? Yeah, right. And, so and do you know, do you know the most annoying thing about packages? Hmm. When you are trying to find the best package to use, and you now go online, hmm. and is that? Same package that's giving you nonsense, mm -hmm. giving that you issue that everybody's talking easy. about. You don't have to go and open issue on GitHub. It's so annoying. That's Even if you don't open one... issue, it's one thing to open issues, yeah. another thing to solve your problem. Exactly. Opening yeah. issue will not solve your problem. problem. <laughs> because only God knows when they will respond to you. Exactly. Sometimes I also want to, uh, I think that I need to mention this to newbies, right? Because when you want to install packages, you just find anyone and just make npm install. Let's use this one, right? No matter. have to check. When was the last time this was updated? How many people code? use it safe? Yes. How many times has it been downloaded? Yeah. Uh, when was that? Do they have open issues? Can I check their open issues and make sure that what you want to use is not among the part of the stuff that is even in open issues in the first place, right? Stupid things like this, or like small, small things like this, may seem like really inconsequential, but they can make a lot of difference yeah. in your project, actually. Because yeah. you may see that, oh, okay, this project that I actually, this one that, it seems easy to integrate and I like it, but it has very few people downloading it, installing it, and you know, you, you can just like decide and make like a, a complete U-turn, right? Um, I agree, I agree. Like stuff. to me, I think one of the most important things I check is even how many downloads, because I feel like mm -hmm. if there's so many people, mm -hmm. 
these people will have mind <laughs> when they are making some kind of changes mm -hmm. because they know that they are affecting thousands yeah. of people's of people. life. Yes. So I think it's one of the first things that I yeah. check because of that reason. I, I also I also like appreciate projects eh, that when they upgrade, eh, they still leave the the things that are working on the other yeah, one the previous before. version. Yeah. yeah, except if they say they felt that it was a breaking change mm. and stuff like that. I think um I actually I want to mention this uh, Redux stuff, right? I was working on like I needed to switch the projects or rather I just decided to switch the project, right? But I realized that even though Redux has like a much better way to work with um, uh, hooks, right? Mm -hmm. see, that support for like the OG Redux, the way you have the action files and stuff like that, it's still there, it still works fine, right? But just that they made it way, way much easier. They wanted to, like, you know, because of the fact that React is evolving and okay. stuff like that, they wanted to evolve with it, you know, and then, and I don't know why, but when I saw that, you know, they the still support the old one 100%, so it's not as if, like, you know, uh, they're fading uh, out the new yeah, one. Yeah, exactly, and then if you don't can upgrade your projects now, they stop. Like old. iPhones. When <laughs> <laughs> they want you to buy a new up? one. <laughs> it's just yeah. out over time, right? So I think that it's very interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, I think um, technical depth is something you need to even check out in the beginning, like be conscious of it yeah. and take steps mm. to avoid it in the first place so that when you eventually have, because I don't think you can actually avoid it because as you keep growing, mm. even in a project, if you write a project for one year, it's not the same mind that you used to write the project when you started out that's you still have one year later because you'd have seen things that could have been better, things that, you know. Yes. So I think taking all those initial steps will help you, like, um, it will help you to be able to make those changes easily and yeah. faster. Yeah. yeah. And deciding, deciding from the beginning what's necessary and yeah. what isn't. Actually, this... Uh, I'm going to draw inference again to this Redux stuff because I spent a very long time this day working on it and it's stuck in my head. But uh, there's something he said, the video I was watching. By the way, do you prefer to read or do you prefer to watch videos? I was, I was having this conversation with somebody, with mm. a newbie, and I told him that for me to learn something, mm. I have to watch, read, read. watch again. <laughs> and it, it has to be a combination. Yeah. Because I, I don't think reading is enough, enough for me and watching is enough for me. It's very funny because I used to, um, I've always been this person that used to say that, you know, documentation, by the way, documentation is uh, underrated, right? But there's some documentation that you don't even want to go there. Exactly. exactly. So I actually like, I would say that the documentation is great and stuff like that. But, you know, sometimes watching someone else use it, it will help yourself to understand more about like that yeah i think one thing i like about tutorials i like tutorials where mm. the person um teaching people makes mistakes yes and it's not like i don't want you to be done yeah and then i'll come over yeah i, li I like to see the mistakes that they make mm. and the process of um fixing, fixing those mistakes yes. you what know? was the thought process it's just like just like you know when you have like a peer coding uh, yeah like and then you make mistakes along the way i, I like to see like okay how did you figure it out that this mm -hmm. was actually like where this issue was from? Yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah, it's so interesting. So, okay, but I was telling you about, um, uh, I was telling you something about how, like, um, the reacts back yeah, to Yeah, yeah, So, the guy was saying that, right, that one thing he finds is that most people 
um, most people don't really need reduction uh, effort. I think a lot of people have been saying this thing over, over the years, uh. right? And sometimes you don't need, actually, the guy is the one of the uh, people that builds Redux, right? Okay. So he was saying that, like, a lot of times he hear what people want to, hears what people want to use Redux for, and he's like, well, this project you are building does not necessarily use it, but it's fine, I like, want to use it. You can see use it is fine, but yeah. you know, he was just saying that. So I think that the place of knowing why you need to use a tool and deciding if it's more important that you use this tool over maybe like another one, having like options is really yeah, good. yeah. So, like, then you decide, okay, no, no, this is a much better alternative to this one. Sometimes the React context is great already for what you want to do, mm -hmm. and it's like specific to React. But then, the, if you have like if it's a really big project and you see that with props draining, because we are not sure, then you might decide, you know what, no, let's just go with a different, let's go a different way. Yeah. But then, really, it's not like the one the one and only right there are a lot of other options i feel like I mean, redux is very popular yeah it is and it has like a lot of community like there's a lot of community around it mm. so if you have questions it's very easy to get someone to respond and stuff okay. like that but then that doesn't mean that you know there is not there's like maybe there's something else that would have been a much better solution easier solution lighter as well for a project would you decide to use uh, redux even though you have like a, a better alternative in the sense of what they're building, just because of the fact that Redux has like better community than the other option. So it just say. depends, especially mm. with new stuff. Mm. So I, I feel it's like they can be shiny yeah. at first, yeah. but then you don't even know how long they're going to maintain it. Yeah, exactly. You know? So I, I think for me, maybe I can try it out in a personal project. Just want to see how yeah. it works and everything and just have that knowledge mm. so just in case mm. uh -huh. but yeah. i don't think i'll just go and switch out on a project or something that is reliable mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I, we, I, I well i understand that i understand that i respect that right because yeah sometimes you may say okay this is actually like better for my project but then two years later those people decide you know what we're closing shop uh -huh. uh, the economies and everything <laughs> yeah you now buy technical debt for yourself yeah. but that's why i usually think that some of these things are open source which means that you know it's it's always going to be out there. It's just that maybe it's not going to be maintained as like you know as well as you know something as popular as Redux. Anyway, that's the commercial part. Speaking of open source, stuff, this um, Oscar Fest, I think yeah. it's coming out in um, June. June on June fifteenth yeah. to June seventeenth. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are going. It's yeah, like, just let us know. Holler us yeah. and take pictures for us. Yeah, so speaking about events, the game night. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this game night. Is it game, for, it's not game night, though. it's like a game day because it's, it's, it's not a night. Anyway, for, for <laughs> gamers, and it's happening yeah. in Enugu, and yes. it's happening this weekend. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be there. And we're going to play games. Yeah, and yeah. it's just going to be like... Fun, collaborating with um, techies, you, you're going to see mostly techies there and yeah. mostly like game developers. Mm -hmm. You guys should just pull up because I don't know, Oscar Fest is in Lagos and you may not even go. So the one that is there, why not? Exactly. So make it down to the beach. Yeah, make it a date mm -hmm. and you're going to see it on our socials and we'll be there. Yeah. So make it a date. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, um, I think that's it for today. Do we have yeah. any other? Um, uh, 
So um, I hope you guys have learned it, you know, so just let us know, you know, can about tell us your stories about like, technical you know, death. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and if you've had to jump on a project that was so, so annoying, annoying you yes. know, and you were only there for the money, because <laughs> most of us really in real life, that's yeah. what we do. <laughs> so don't be shy. Tell us about your technical debt story. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually like once, I really hope someone like, you know, writes in and tells us like, hey, yeah, like, Christian, Christian, really comment on any yeah, of our pages on our socials. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. And then if there's something you want us to talk about, maybe next. Yeah. I want to hear from you guys. Yeah. Don't forget to like, subscribe, etc. Do all this stuff. <laughs> Bye. Bye.